The energy transition is a long and winding road, and it needs to be taken step by step. Learn more at SiemensEnergy.com. This is Barron's Live. Each weekday, we bring you live conversations from our newsrooms about what's moving the market right now. On this podcast, we take you inside those conversations, the stories, the ideas, and the stocks to watch so you can invest smarter. Now, let's dial in. Welcome to Barron's Live Market Watch Edition. I'm Angela Moore, Retirement Editor for Market Watch, and today I've got Ari Parker, Head Advisor and Co-Founder of Chapter, and we're talking about Medicare Open Enrollment. Welcome, Ari. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Angela. Okay, so Medicare is always a hot topic, but especially this month as we enter open enrollment season. Can we start with a brief explainer as to who this period applies to and how long they have to participate? Sorry, how long they have to participate? Yes, yes. The Medicare annual enrollment period kicks off Saturday. It's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. And this is the time when 65 million Americans who are on Medicare can review their coverage for 2023. So it's, it's, it's the time to choose your healthcare coverage to secure peace of mind and also to protect your pocketbook for next year. Okay. Now, um, if I'm signing up for Medicare, what are some of the key factors I would need to consider when deciding the best healthcare plan under Medicare or if I'm comparing plans? Well, let's separate this from those okay. who need to sign up for Medicare, that is either by way of turning 65, by way right. of disability, or coming off work provided coverage but past the age of 65. Yes, that's so that's important. Thank you for pointing that out. Of course. And, and that, that category, that, that's not really what the Medicare annual enrollment period is for. Now, of course, if you're turning 65 during the Medicare annual enrollment period, we can absolutely help you sign up for Medicare coverage. It takes less than five minutes. And we have instructions as to how you can sign up online. But for someone who's already on Medicare, it's important to review your coverage during the Medicare annual enrollment period from October 15th, Saturday, to December 7th. And you don't want to wait until the very end. You don't want to wait until the first week of December. Right. It's a nightmare. Okay. So um, now I know there are other options as well, Medicare Advantage, Medigap. Can you talk briefly about what they are and also where they might fit in during this annual enrollment season? Absolutely. So I, I wrote a short book. It's available on Amazon. And the name is It's Not That Complicated. And what I describe in the book is you can think of Medicare as a three-legged stool. The three legs are hospital, part A, outpatient, part B, that's visits to the doctor, durable medical equipment, even ambulance Mm -hmm. services is covered under part B. And then finally, drug coverage. So those are the three legs of the stool, hospital, outpatient, drug coverage. Now, during the Medicare annual enrollment period, you get to adjust that coverage, but you want to make sure that you have all three legs of the stool covered. Now, Mm -hmm. you mentioned two types of additional coverage, Medigap and Medicare Advantage. Why are these important? Well, it's important because Medicare only covers 80% of your medical expenses. You owe the other 20% out of pocket and sky is the limit. Wow. (laughs) Then that that sky goes high, I'm sure. Um, Now, what happens if someone is already enrolled in Medicare and they make no Mm -hmm. changes? Do they have to alert Medicare if they plan to make no adjustments? They don't have to alert Medicare if they're not making any adjustments, but I would be cautious here. Um, If you're already enrolled in a Medicare plan, then you probably received an annual notice, an ANOC, about how your plan will operate for next year. 
Okay. And what's important to appreciate here is that your plan probably won't work exactly the same way as it did in 2022. There are changes. The doctor networks change. The prescription benefit changes. And finally, the additional benefits change. And this would especially apply if you're in a Medicare Advantage plan, for example. Yeah. And when you were, we were speaking earlier, you were saying that sometimes it can vary, the plans vary by county. Yeah. The, there are hundreds of health insurance companies offering thousands of plans across the wow. United States. People assume that because Medicare is a federal program, that the additional types of coverage are standardized too. And they are standardized for Medigap, but they're not standardized for Medicare Advantage. For Medicare okay. Advantage and for the drug plan, the benefits change county by county across the United States. So it really depends on where you live. Okay. All right. So um, we know that reviewing your health plan is important to make sure that everything you need is covered and you have your preferred doctors in network. Um, what are some of the consequences financially or medically if someone makes no changes to their coverage or doesn't at least review their current plan? Yeah. So a review takes 15 minutes. I would recommend working with an independent advisor that can search across all plans. Chapter is an example of one. And there's no charge to work with us. We're entirely free to you. Now, here's the consequences of not reviewing your plan. First, your doctor could be out of network. So even if your doctor was in network for last year, the doctor network might have changed for 2023. You don't, we want to make sure that your doctor accepts original Medicare if you're on a Medigap plan or is in network, is in your private insurance company's network if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan. The other consequence, so that's a big consequence. That would hit your health. It would also hit your pocketbook because if right. your doctor isn't in network, then you owe 100%. You, you owe the full cost of whatever they charge. Yeah, that's the, a lot. The other, <laughs> it, can be, it can be tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. The other thing is the prescriptions. Your prescriptions might have changed over the past year, or you might be planning, for example, if you have a chronic condition, your doctor might be looking to add prescriptions for the upcoming year. And the prescription benefit is changing quite a bit for 2023. We typically save our members $1,100 just by taking the 15 minutes to review their prescription coverage. So it's mm -hmm. well worth it. Yeah. And then finally, no, go ahead. No, no, you, I insist. And then finally, the additional benefits. If you're on a Medicare Advantage all-in-one plan, you see Joe Namath, Jimmy Walker, William yeah. Shatner. They're Medicare Advantage spokespersons. They talk about these on television. But the additional benefits vary plan by plan, county by county. Man. All right. And just as a side note, when you were talking about um, speaking with an advisor and you say there's no cost to the beneficiary, I mean, obviously, you're not like you've got to keep the lights on in your office and you're not doing this just for fun. Like who pays you if the um, consumer doesn't pay you? Of course. How do we get paid? So we're appointed with over 50 insurance companies across the country. Okay. If you choose a plan that we're appointed with, we get paid commission from the insurance company, but it doesn't affect our recommendation one way or the other, because we use our platform to search across all plans, every single one. And there are almost 24,000 for 2023 nationwide. And so what matters to our advisors is making the best fitting, most comprehensive recommendation for the person we're speaking with. Okay. Um, now I want to just take a moment and say it is time for me to remind the viewers out there that you guys can ask questions. So um, if you have a question, 
uh, I believe there's a chat box there. Type in the uh, the question and we can ask Ari because he is a wealth of knowledge. Now, we had some sign-up questions from our viewers. So Ari, if you don't mind, I'm just going to ask uh, you a couple of those, okay? For sure. Okay, so Allison wrote in and she said, do you have any tips for someone retiring mid-year, uh, 2023 at 67 years old? Yes, Allison. First, congratulations on choosing to start Medicare. Your window will open three months before the month in which you intend to retire. Now, you do need to be working for a large group employer, that means 20 employees or more, in order to qualify for a special enrollment period to start Medicare. This takes less than five minutes in order to submit to the Social Security Administration, and it's something our team helps people with every day. Is that something that people do online or they do, you know, on paper? Like when I'm always just amazed by the penalties if you don't sign up for Medicare properly, that it can really cost you and it can cost you for the rest of your life. And so um, anytime someone will listen to me, I'm talking about that. <laughs> so luckily here yeah, you are and you care about this too, but it's really stunning. If I could just take a moment, Angela, the, the, the penalties are significant. Um, if you don't sign up for Medicare properly. The best way to do it is online. It takes less than five minutes if you have a myssa.gov account. And most, most okay. people do, right? Because they, wanted, they want their social security benefit. And that's the way to see what your benefit is. Yeah. So you can avoid, as you mentioned, there are lifetime penalties for Medicare Part B and for Medicare Part D, the drug benefit. And they're cumulative. They keep compounding. And they're lifetime. Yeah, so... Don't forget to sign up. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a question from Phil. He wants to talk about eligibility for those who did not have enough taxable income in their work careers to qualify for Medicare in the normal way. Phil, you can actually purchase Medicare Part. So let me take a step back. What Phil, typically Part A, the first leg of the stool, hospital coverage is premium free. If you've worked 10 plus years or your spouse has, then you qualify for premium free hospital coverage. Now, if you have less than 10 years work history, there's a charge for Medicare Part A. Okay. But they, he, he is, could still get it even if um, for, he didn't have enough taxable income during his career. There's other ways to get it. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, we've got a question from David. In general, which is better, an Advantage plan or a supplemental plan? David, it really depends on your circumstances. If you want to see any doctor nationwide who accepts original Medicare, then Medigap is the way to go. The reason why is institutions like MD Anderson in Houston, which is probably the nation's leading cancer research institute, only accepts original Medicare, meaning it would work in conjunction with your Medigap plan. If you see the doctor infrequently or you're more interested in additional benefits like dental, vision, hearing, or you want a bundled all-in-one plan, then Medicare Advantage could work quite well. The thing here would be to make sure that your doctor is in network, your prescriptions are covered affordably, and that the plan is benefit-rich in the additional benefits that you're interested in. All right. and we call that the three Ps at chapter, the three Ps. The three Ps are your providers, your doctors your prescriptions, what drugs you take, and finally, your priorities, what's important to you. Okay. All right. We've got MG, who has a question for you. This is such a hot topic, like I said earlier, like Social Security, Medicare, 
there's so much confusion. It's a complicated thing and it's so important. So we're so glad you're here, Ari. Um, MG asks, I have a Medicare Advantage. I have Medicare Advantage through Aetna. Is there anything that would prevent me from moving to a plan G with Aetna or another insurance company? MG, it depends on where you live. In 46 states, you might have to answer questions about your health history in order to switch from a Medicare Advantage plan to a Medigap plan G. It's something my team is highly familiar with, but it really depends on the state that you're in. Okay. And, uh, okay, we've got a question from Tom. Um, he wants to know about coverage that includes dental. So what Tom is referring to here, taking a step back, original Medicare doesn't include dentistry. Right. It's not covered under original Medicare. So Tom's question is, how would I obtain a plan that comes with dental? And the answer would be, Tom, if your doctors are in network, then a Medicare Advantage plan could work quite well if there's one that offers a rich dental benefit where you live. This is something that we can help you with. There's no cost to use us. And we have a platform that allows us to search every option available to you. Okay, well, that's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you back over to my topics I wanted to cover and then we can pop back to more um, viewer questions. So um, the Inflation Reduction Act passed earlier this yes. year and included a few changes to Medicare, some of which are expected to start at the new year and others will have mm -hmm. to wait for. Can you talk to us about the changes in 2023 and how they may affect beneficiaries and if there's anything they need to do during open enrollment to address these changes? Great question. The Inflation Reduction Act passed Congress a few weeks ago, and the most significant change from the Inflation Reduction Act is a maximum out-of-pocket cap on Part D, D as in drug, Part D costs. That change won't kick in until 2025, though. So for this year and for next year, there are some minor changes that will go into effect. For example, if you take insulin, your insulin copay will be capped at $35. But we're still finding significant savings just by reviewing our members' drug plans. We typically help our members save $1,100 per year. In fact, the USA Today just wrote about this and the way in which we help our members save. But it, it really pays this year and next year to review your drug plan, especially before the most significant change from the Inflation Reduction Act kicks in. Right. Seems to be some good stuff in there for seniors um, coming down the pike, especially. Yeah. And, and for example, if you need the shingles vaccine, there's better coverage for the shingles vaccine um, for 2023. So if, if you are needing to get Shingrix, Shingrix is the name for the shingles vaccine, then it is well worth it to review your coverage because otherwise that shot costs almost a thousand dollars out of pocket. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. And you definitely don't want shingles. So it's probably yeah, worth it's it a two to, shot. Uh, it's a two shot vaccine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's great to know. Um, okay. So are there any resources people can use to review their options, compare plans and be informed during the enrollment period? Yeah. So, so, so let's break this into two camps. First, okay. if you're approaching Medicare, if you're just getting started on your research, then I would recommend my book. It's not that complicated. You can find it on Amazon. I also posted a link where you can find it, askchapter.org backslash Ari. More information there on the book. So that's a great resource for someone who's beginning their information gathering process on Medicare. The second resource, though, if you already are on Medicare, would be to do a review of your Medicare plan, going through the three Ps, your three Ps, your providers, your prescriptions, your priorities for the upcoming year. And that's something you can do one-on-one -on -one with our team by visiting our website, askchapter.org. 
Okay, now I know that um, we're, as we were speaking earlier, if you kind of don't sign up properly, it can affect you for your life. Let's say that I um, or a person um, doesn't really like what they've done this year, or maybe they make mistakes in 2023. Next year, they can fix that, right? I mean, in terms of if you haven't, you know, maybe as you're saying, like your situation may change, or maybe you're like, ah, I didn't really like those in-network doctors I want to change. This isn't like a lifetime decision, correct? It's not. It depends on okay. the type of plan that you're interested in. Oh, so if you're interested, else. if you're interested in a Medigap plan, then 46 states have a period in which you can sign up for it without questions about your health history. Okay. It's, it's really important if you know you want Medigap, which retains the flexibility of original Medicare and allows you to see any doctor nationwide. It, it's really important to have that conversation with an independent advisor before you start Medicare or in the six months after you've started Medicare Part B. Okay. If you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, the time to review your coverage is now because as uh, starting Saturday, you can change your coverage for 2023. And as you mentioned, that's really when you should be reviewing whether your doctor is in network for the upcoming year and how your prescriptions are covered. Okay. Oh, man. Um, lots of like yeah. sand traps for people here. <laughs> Indeed. The, the, the good news, though, is that for most Medicare beneficiaries, there's only two types of additional coverage to cover the 20% that Medicare doesn't. And that okay. is Medigap or Medicare Advantage. If you go Medigap, then you would likely need a standalone prescription drug plan. And there's lots of savings to capture there. But if you mm -hmm. go Medicare Advantage, then your window is just coming. And, and by virtue of attending this presentation, you're in good shape because the period kicks off Saturday. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, gosh, we've got so many questions. This is um, one thing I saw in the news um, that Medicare, the Medicare administrators announced last week that the star ratings for Medicare Advantage plans fell from last year. Yes. What is the significance of this and what does it mean for beneficiaries, if anything? Well, the significance is that the, the, star, the star ratings that you mentioned, each Medicare Advantage plan and prescription drug plan has a star rating associated with it that's assigned by the Center for Medicare Services. And it's based on a number of factors. But essentially, clients were less than overjoyed with some of the options for last year. And so mm -hmm. the ratings took that into account. Okay. Um, all right. Well, it, it is something we monitor closely and something yeah. that we speak about with clients one on one. But remember, there are 24,000 plans because there are hundreds of health insurance companies offering thousands of plans nationwide. So it really depends where you live. I see. OK, um, now we've got a question from Hal. If I have a Medicare Advantage plan now, if I do nothing, will it renew automatically? Most likely, yes, I would caution that it's still important to review that your doctors are in network for next year at the location where you see them, that your prescriptions are covered as affordably as they were in the previous year, and that the additional benefits that the benefits you're interested in, like dentistry or vision, for example, are going to operate similar or improved for next year. Okay. All right. Um, Diane is asking, with traditional Medicare, if I have traveled out of state, does my coverage network change based on the county I'm visiting, or does it remain based on my residential county? That's an interesting question. Great question. It doesn't change. The, that, that's what people love about original Medicare. And mm -hmm. if you do love choice of doctor, then Medigap would be the way to go here. 
because traditional Medicare only covers 80% of your expenses, of your medical expenses with no out-of-pocket cap. And you can get second opinion if you live in Pennsylvania, let's say you can go and get a second opinion in Houston or Los Angeles under original Medicare. There's no issue with it. Okay. All right. That's helpful. Um, Neil is wondering, uh, I was told I could postpone part B so I wouldn't be penalized as long as I write them. Is there a form for doing that or do I just write social security a letter? Well, it, it, what is being referred to here is this, the question involves someone who has work provided insurance. The key mm -hmm. would be that you work for a company that has 20 employees or more, 20 employees or more. You don't need to do anything. If you work for a company with 20 employees or more, you can just remain on your work provided insurance and you don't need to write social security a letter, but it might be to your advantage to take Medicare part a that is hospital coverage because it is likely premium free to you because you've paid federal payroll taxes for 10 years or more. So it might still be to your advantage to take premium free part A and defer Medicare part B, which has a cost associated with it. We already know what the cost will be. It'll be $164.90 starting January. Mm -hmm. So you would defer Medicare part B until you're ready to retire. You would then three months before you retire, send a form to social security, it takes less than five minutes, alerting them that you intend to enroll in Medicare part B. So that way there's no gap in your coverage. Okay. Great. That was a really good question. And I learned something there too. Great question. Okay. Yeah. Great question. Um, we've got a question from Hal. He wants to know what are the principal advantages of Medicare Advantage versus Medigap? The principal advantage of Medicare Advantage would be that it's lower cost than Medigap. Many of the plans are $0 premium. Now you still owe the Medicare Part B premium of about 165 bucks to Uncle Sam. That's non-negotiable, but the premium for Medicare Advantage on many plans is zero or lower cost than for Medigap. It also comes with additional benefits like prescription, dental, vision, and hearing. Okay. Um, let's see. Alan wants to know about how, how Medicare meshes with VA healthcare. So VA is entirely separate from Medicare. If, if you thank you for your service, if you if you have VA coverage, you can continue to go to the VA to get your care. Okay. Um, Ramesh asks, oh, um, Ramesh wants to know your contact info. So um, I think it's right there. I appreciate the, uh, it. Yeah. Um, did I post the link to askchapter.org slash Ari? Did that? Yeah, I see it. I don't know if everyone else can see it, but yeah, it's askchapter.org slash Ari. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Askchapter.org slash Ari. All right. Uh, Mark's got a question for you. I heard that once you plan to enroll in Medicare, you'll need to suspend contributions to your HSA, both your contributions and your employer's contributions six months prior. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. It's the most technical rule that the Social Security Administration has on the books. It's something my team helps people with all the time because it is a technical rule. And as mentioned, you need to stop those contributions six months before you apply to enroll in Medicare. It's from the time you apply to enroll, not from the time you actually enroll. Right. It's a lot of advanced planning. It's a lot of advanced planning indeed. And we've had to help people actually back out of their contribution for the plan year. So that way they're not subject to an additional penalty because right. HSAs are great. They're triple tax advantage. 
but you, you, you lose that tax advantage if you've started in Medicare. Now, of course, you get to use your contributions for any qualified medical expenses, but you can't make fresh contributions. And if you make right. fresh contributions after already starting Medicare, you're subject to a federal excise penalty. And you have to count it as income. So that would be a headache for your accountant. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, okay. Carl has a question. I think this will be an easy one for you. Um, and can't be repeated enough. How far in advance of my 65th birthday do I need to sign up? Three months before your 65th, the month in which you turn 65. Okay. So let's say you're turning 65 December 23rd. Congratulations, you're in your initial enrollment period. Now is the time to head on over to mySSA.gov and click to apply for your benefits. Okay, all right, uh, we've got a uh, question from Diane. She says, we find that Advantage plans do not work well for retirees who travel throughout the country. They had to get network slash out of network approval prior to care when out of the residential state. Is this standard with Advantage plans? Yes, yes, because Medicare Advantage is managed care. It's subject, subject to a private insurance company's network restrictions and, as mentioned, prior authorizations. Now, if emergency care is needed, then it would be considered in-network, even if you're out of state, but only for that emergency event. Okay. All right. Um, now we've got our last question. Richard got in under the wire. I'm 81 years old. When I signed up for Medicare at age 65, I had never taken a drug prescription. So I told the Medicare rep I did not need drug coverage. Since then, I've been penalized for not signing up at age 65. The Medicare rep at that time never told me there would be a penalty for not signing up. Is this yearly penalty fair to me? Um, that's a sticky one, I think. Yeah, I, I wish you'd gotten better advice um, when you started Medicare. Here... Is, this is this is this is really challenging, and we, we do see people who received less than adequate advice on whether they should start Medicare Part D, D is in drugs, which is all the more reason to work with an independent advisor as you go through your options to make sure that you're not subject to these types of late enrollment penalties. Um, but what people don't realize is that the penalty for Medicare Part D actually starts two months after the month in which you should have had Medicare Part D. And if you don't have drug coverage at least as good as what Medicare Part D offers, and th then, yeah, you're subject to the penalty, unfortunately. That, that stinks. Um, yeah, it stinks. All right. I've gotten the green light from my producer Do we? because we got a few more questions, and she, I got the green light that we can extend for the rest of the questions. So I'm very happy about this because <laughs> right, we're helping people here. Um, okay. So Neil asks, do you have to take Medicare when you retire if you retired before age 65? Well, Neil, Medicare is traditionally for people who are turning 65. If you're younger than 65, then Medicare likely isn't an option for you unless you qualify for Medicare by way of some other means, for example, disability. Okay. All right. Mike is wondering, he says, I kept Medicare A and dropped B and D when I returned to a large employer with credible insurance. I properly notified Medicare. When I leave this employer, do I just submit the credible coverage form for current insurance to Medicare? Yes, yes, you would qualify for Medicare Part B for restarting Medicare Part B by way of special enrollment period. Okay. And the Great. time to do that would be three months before you intend to sign off from your current employer. Okay. 
Good. Um, Stephen has a question for us. Um, Advantage plans are subsidized by the government. This makes them vulnerable. What's the future for these plans? Stephen's absolutely right. Um, the future is that they're becoming increasingly popular. This year, it's expected that more than 50% of people will actually choose Medicare Advantage over original Medicare. Hmm. Yes. Um, if you got a crystal ball, I've got a few more things I'd like to... Uh... <laughs> okay, I do not have a crystal ball, but I can I can give I can answer to the best of my ability. Of course. Um, we've got a question from James. Medicare, if the Medicare premium is income driven, if I have a one-time boost to in my income, how can I not be charged each future year for that one-time income boost that puts me in another bracket that year? This is a great question. So this is someone who's a high earner. The charts have been published for 2023. If you want the charts, you can just email our team with something we're familiar with and we help people with every day, which is filing a Form 44 income-related monthly adjustment amount appeal. Appeal. So there are eight categories that allow you to appeal, appeal your IRMA determination, your income-related monthly adjustment amount determination. Now, if it's a one-time gain, then the good news is it will auto-correct for the subsequent year. So there would be no need to fill out the form. It'll self-correct. But it is based on a two-year lag. So 2023 IRMA determinations will be based on your 2021 tax return. It's a two-year look back. They get you one way or the other, <laughs> I think. Yeah, but this one, is, this one is actually, a, there's a great way to appeal and, and we can help. Okay. We can help. All right. That. Um, well, that, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ari. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Now, this sounds like it was a one-time gain. And so the question would, would if you had a one-time gain, let's say you realized some stock, for example, then this is exactly the case where Irma applies to that type. Or let's say you sold a house, for example, and, and you mm -hmm. had a windfall from it. That's when Irma would apply, but it will adjust for the following year. Okay. Um or you're going to like this question. Uh, it's from Richard. He wants to know your email address. <laughs> My email address is ari at getchapter.com. G-E-T-C-H-A-P-T-E-R.com. Okay. All right. I, I think that's all the time we have for today. Ari, thank you so much for being with us. I think you've really helped a lot of people. I mean, the number of questions we got. It was just um, incredible. And so nice to see so many engaged viewers. So thanks for being here so we could help these folks. Um, we hope that you can listen to our episode tomorrow. Baron Senior Manager, sorry, Senior Managing Editor, Lauren Rublin and Deputy Editor Alex Yule will discuss the outlook for tech companies and individual stocks. So thank you again for listening today. Stay safe and have a great day. The energy transition is a long and winding road and it needs to be taken step by step. Learn more at SiemensEnergy.com.